Okay, Bokotov, today's daf is daf Pei Zion in Ksubis. Pei Zion in Ksubis. All right, right from the bottom of the page, <coughs> the previous page, last uh, half of the last line, it is that Which shvu are we speaking right here? He says, if the, if the husband writes her and says, listen, I'm not going to make you have, don't worry about making any shvuas. You don't have to make any swear, you know, whenever you have to come like, collect your ksuba or whatever it is, you don't have to make any, any shvuas. But we don't know yet what, which shvu we're speaking about. He just says, I write her, he writes her, don't worry, you'll never have to swear to collect anything from me. What are we speaking about? Shvu ma'avidate, what kind of a shvu are we speaking about? Are we speaking about, uh, what kind of shvu are we speaking about? That the chilo patma shvu, she has to swear. Like, what, what are we speaking about? So, Amar Biro Rav Rav says, Allah Pitrup at the top of Pezayin, Al Pitrup Shinas Bala. We're speaking about the case in the previous Mishnah, where if a man made his wife a guardian, in, you know, like you're in charge of the store, you're in charge of the safe, whatever. So, uh, so he can, that's the shvur that we're speaking about. So, this is over there, the Mishnah said that if he makes her guardian, he can make her swear at any time, like taking a lie detector test in many jobs that we have today, he can make her swear at any time. But if he wrote to her, he says, I'm not going to make you swear, then he has to abide by those words. That's the first opinion of Rav. Rav Nachman Rav Rav Avua, no Alapagemski. We're speaking about the next case. We're going to the next mission. If a woman admits that she was partial, she took a partial payment on a ksuba. Happens sometimes. A woman knows she's got entitled, let's say, to $200 or $200,000, whatever the ksuba is. And she says, look, can I have an advance? So during her lifetime, he gave her an advance. Now when she comes to ksuba, they're getting divorced or he died and she's collecting from the Orshim. She, uh, they said, listen, she, they said, oh, we paid you everything. She says, no, 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 you only paid me partial. That's called Pogemus, because she impairs the Ksuba, because the Ksuba says, you know, the document says, you owe me $200, and she admits that it's not quite $200, it's only $150. That's good. So in a case like that, we're going to have the measure, next mission says, she has to swear. The rabbi said that we have, she has to make a shvua to collect the rest. So here, but if he wrote her, you don't have to make a shvua. So not going to we're, speaking about, we're talking about that case where she impaired a Ksuba. So are we speaking about a case where the husband makes her make a shvua as a guardian, and that's what he says, you don't have to swear, and now if he told you, you don't have to swear, are we speaking about a case of Pagim Skimba? So Nachman says, talking about a place of Pagim Skimba. Other Rav Mordechai, Mlash Matikim Ravashi, Rav Mordechai went, and he said the following thing in front of Ravashi, Bishlam Laman, don't want Pagim Skimba, if you tell me, we're speaking about a case of Pagim Skimba, where she admits that it's partially paid already, the Daita, she figures like this, she might, why would a husband swear, say, okay, I won't make you wear any shvuas? Probably because she said, please, are you going to please absolve me of Shavuos? You know, we have a good relationship over here. I don't like these prenuptials and all these other things. Tell, tell me, promise me that you won't make me make any Shavuos. Write down that I don't have to make any Shavuos. So there I understand. She says, she says listen, there, there could come a circumstance where she needs some cash. She might want to borrow some of the money in it, take some of the money and get an advance on her Shavuos. And therefore, she requests of him, please make sure that I don't have to swear when I do collect the rest of it. I can understand that. Maybe I'll need money. I'll take it out of my ksuba. And she told him, she says, please write to me, that you're not going to make me make a shvur to take the rest. Because I know that you'll make me make a shvur. Please write. That I understand. But if we're speaking about a case where she was guarding, why would she even think of that? Would a man know that his wife is going to turn her, is going to give her a job as being the guardian of the safe or being charged of that? Why would he think that she should tell him, why would she even think of a case like that? Amalei, 
So he answered him. There's Rav Mordechai says, Rav Ashi says, Atsun, Ahamastisla. You learned the Mishnah that way. In other words, it's in Machlokas, in the first part of the Mishnah, when he wrote her, you're never going to have to swear. What are you speaking about? Never have to swear about a Pokemus Ksuba, or never have to swear about an, a, 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 an Apetrupa. That you say, why would she even think to request such a thing? It's like a far out thing. She's going to ask him, you know, they get married. Will you please make it right down that I'll never have to make a Shvua if you make me a guardian? Why would she even think of that? It's hard to visualize that. I'm like, two times that you learned it on the Rashi Mishnah, so, so that you have this difficulty. I know I learned that it's not a machlok, it's like the mission, like it seems to be between Rabbi Murav and Rav Nachman about what the Rashi of the Mishnah says. No, I learned that this whole thing was going on the safe. I know on the safe of the Mishnah. Let's say she went from her husband's funeral. Where did she go after the husband died? Where did she go? So either she went. This Mishnah says if she went back to her father's house, or she went to her father-in-law's house. She didn't take any responsibility now for the assets, for the, for the estate. The Yorshin now can't make her swear that you know, she didn't take anything, etc., like a guardian. Not, but because, why? Because they can't make her swear on the part, you know, when he, he wrote her, whatever, he wrote her already that while she's an Apitrupa, the, the husband, when he was alive, he's not going to make her swear. Now the husband died. And she went back to her father's house, her father-in-law's house. She wasn't responsible for the estate. So the Orsham can't make her make any shvar. Let's say she did become a guardian now over the, on behalf of the Orsham. They can make her swear on the Asad, meaning on not the future from now on, make her swear that after the husband died, if their father, if the Orsham's father died, that she didn't abuse the funds in any way. Right, they can't make her swear for the previous stuff. Presumably, when she was like, "Shavar What do you mean? What spot? What are we speaking about in the past? Right? She says, In other words, why? Until uh, when do we say that these? We don't say these are. We don't. We don't say these are and 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 the tonight of the, of the doesn't doesn't help for them. Meaning. Till when is it nechasim yisomim? I'll says that if she was not betrothed while the husband's alive, then uh, they can't make her swear on that. That's not considered larmin. That's not nechasim, and and his tanai doesn't help for them. In other words, it ain't tanai shalom moel bohen that um, uh, his tanai that she won't have to make a shvur doesn't help for them. And as what state? What what's the uh, what's the the limit? Where's the where's the boundary? So he says, when uh, when the betrothal was, if he was during the husband's lifetime, then they can't make her make a shvur that I've obeyed misul But let's say as soon as he died, what about that time? She, after the after the kfura, she went back to her father's house or her father-in-law's house. But what about during the dead day? The man died on Sunday. The levaya was on Monday or Sunday night, and maybe she was uh, playing around with the money meantime. I've obeyed misul kfura. They could make her swear on that. That's what the Mishnah says. The end of the Mishnah. Rabbi says that even during that time you don't make her swear. The Amri Nardar they said Nardar that there are certain things that are under duress. In other words, like you know, in general we have in life that uh, oh you got to get three quotes and you have to have a bidding, etc. But there are emergency situations in which there's no time to get quotes and to do things properly and to send it out for bidding, and you just have to accept it the way it is. For example, he says, if they have to pay the poll tax, the cargo poll tax for the Yisomim, or the Mazonas, the, the children need food, or the daughters need food, or for, for the burial, we're going to say, listen, uh, we'll, go, we'll get three quotes for the burial. You have to bury the guy right now. You don't have time for that. Well, Must be... Be... 
נכון, נכון. בגלל זה בדרך כלל היא כן צריכה להישבע. דווקא לא להישבע. למה? כי אחרת הם יוצרים איזה מצב שהיא תוכל לנשל אותם. כן, אבל דווקא היא צריכה להישבע כדי שהיא לא תעשה את זה. זה העניין. תשבעי שלא עשית משהו שלא כהוגן. בסדר? נכון, נכון, אבל הוא לא יודע ביחד, זה כבר לא ביחד, הוא מת, הבעלה מת, עכשיו יש לה עניין של, עכשיו זה עסקי, עכשיו זה עסקי בינה לבין היושב, צריכים לשבוע, לשבוע, אלא מה, צריכים לשבוע, אלא מה, לקרגל, למזון ולקבורה, these are things which are like מצב חירום, you have to take care of these things, מזווינים בלוח, she could sell it, she could sell, she could, what does that mean? She has to, she needs cash. to pay for, the, for food or pay for the kvura, she could sell properties off even without, a, um, even without bidding, without a, uh, an auction, even without calling out without an auction. So that's what he says. So Rav says, even for those things, you can't hold a response, you can't make a make a shvua. But the point, of this, the point of all this is, is that he learns that, that Rabbi Yudah Marav is not the son of Rabbi Nachman. Everybody agrees that the Mishnah is speaking about the first part of the Mishnah, that, uh, that uh, we're speaking about Pogemus Ksubasa, that if he makes her swear, If he tells her, I'm not going to make you swear. If he's wrote her in the Shubha, I'm going to write to the I'm going to write that, gives her a note, I'm never going to make you swear. What do we speak? Not make swear. In a case of Pogemus Ksubha, where she impairs her Ksubha by admitting that part of it was paid already. So that's the case. Everybody admits there that, um, uh, that, that, that if he wrote her, that you don't have to swear, that she won't have to swear. The, the Machlokas here between Rabbi Yudah Marav and it's Rav Masna is at the end of the Mishnah, when we say that she does, that Yusomim cannot make her swear on what took place while the father was alive, because the father absolved her of any shvua while he was alive. They could make her swear that she didn't abuse any of the money after, after the father died, and she assumed responsibility, if she assumed responsibility. If she assumed responsibility. But if she didn't assume responsibility, she went back to her father's house or her father-in-law's house, she's not responsible. But what about the time between death and the kfura? So that's the machlok, as Rabbi Yudamarav says, they could make her make a swear over there. But after the kfur, she went back to her house. But when the husband died, during that day or two till he was buried, she was responsible. She had the money, so they could make her swear that you didn't abuse it. Rav Masa says, no, even during that time, you can't make her make a swear. So that's what, that's what the, this, this, the dispute was here. But it was not about Pogamus, according to this latter opinion. Omer Abba, Omer What is the Lashon over here? When he said to her, you're not going to have to make a shvua, he says, Let's say he says, you won't have to make a netter or a shvua. Then he can't make a swear. Avil Yorshim, but the Yorshim must be an also. Then the Yorshim could. Remember, we said it depends how he said it. If he said, Idlonad, you won't have to make a netter shvua, that means I won't make you do it. But if I die, Chasvachalila, and then the kids could make or make a shvua. Let's say he says, Niki netter, Niki shvua, like pure, innocent, that you won't have to make any netter shvua, then Benu Ben Yorshim must be an also. Because Niki netter means like you're clean. And the question now we're discussing is, what is the nomenclature? What is the Lashon over here? What do these words mean? When he says, The low netter, okay, I'm making you make an netter, but the kids could. If he says, Naki netter, like you're totally innocent of an netter shvur, then it means even the kids also. That's his, why? Because Hachi Kamerla, this is what he means to say, Menakis Meshvah, say you're clean, you're absolved of making a shvur. That's Rabchia, that's Ramaba or Rabchia. Rabbi Yosem or Rabchia, the low netter, low shvur, who in the Yachalashbia, Avil Yosh Mashbianosa, he agrees that. Naki netter, Naki shvur, Benu Ben Yosh Mashbianosa, he's just the opposite. Naki shvua and Naki netter doesn't mean you're absolved, you're innocent, you're clean of making a shvua, but rather, who, this is what he means, Naki nafshech v'shvuasa, purify yourself with a shvua. Naki, if he says, I won't make you make an netter, we know what that means. 
<coughs> that means the low net or low shvua. I won't make you, the kids can make you. But when he says nakin net, the nakin, what does that mean? First opinion was nakin is you're totally absolved, even the kids can't make you. The other opinion is no, purify yourself, make yourself innocent, <coughs> make yourself lack of, you know, a lack of uh, being uh, not guilty. Why? By making a shvua. Shalach of Zakar Marokva, Bein de lo he held like this. Now another pin's like this. Bein de lo shvua, bein de nakish. Whether he wrote de lo shvua or nakish shvua, bein de lo netter, bein de nakish netter, min a chasai from a chasim, who any achoshvi can't make a swear at all. Whether he said any loshim, avu yoshmash bein lo shvua. It doesn't make any difference if he said naki or not. Now this is like another opinion that he said even the netter, he can't make her than the yoshim The first opinion we had was naki netter means even the kids can't. The second opinion was naki netter means everybody can make her make a shvua. Purify yourself. The third opinion is naki netter is just like the low matter that he can't make him make a shvuvi yarshin could, but if he says menachasaya elaine from these assets by specifying these assets beinu bein yarshiv ain mesh bianosa these assets means if he says these assets purify yourself from these assets the key is not the key the key the key is if he said these these assets means nobody can make rishos this is like another opinion I'm not going to Shmuel. Now when Shmuel says, now here is part down as a member that Shmuel said mishum abishol ben imemirim abishol ben imemirim was a tana. So he said that Shmuel said the name of Shmuel, Bain Delo Shmuel, Bain Denakim Shmuel. Whether he said Bain Delo Shmuel, Bain Denakim Shmuel, Bain Delo Neder, Bain Denakim Neder, Bain Menachasim, Menachasim. Whether he said Nechas, my Nechasim, my Nechasim, or these Nechasim, Bain Nu Bain Yarshim, Eimash Binosa. Whether he says any of these Loshonos, whether he says Nakim Shmuel, whether he says my Nechasim and these Nechasim, nobody can make a Shmuel. Avamas, what can I do? That's what he said. If you collect from Yorshim, you have to make a Shvur. Even though he said that, even though the Lashim really meant nobody can make you make a Shvur. Not me, not my children, whatever I said about Nechasim. But the rabbi said, if you collect from Yorshim, you can make a Shvur. Because the rabbi stood up for the poor Yorshim. The Yorshim don't know how to make a Taina for themselves. You can only collect the Shvur. Vikan Ami, some say, Masnisa, that it was that, that it was that it wasn't that Rashmuel Shmuel said it in the, that Rabnachan Rashmuel said it in the name of Rashmuel as a member, but it was actually a brisa, the same thing. But it was said by Abishol ben Miriam Miriam as a as a brisa. That's his name, Abishol ben Ima Miriam. Um, this is what he said. Abishol ben Ima Amar ben Dlo Shmuel ben Dinakmi Shmuel ben Dlonet ben Nakmi. That it's the same thing as we said before. Is the last thing we said, except it's brought down as a brisa. Ben Merchasai ben Merchasai Elen. You can't force her to make a shvur. You can't make her make a shvur. But what can I do? Even though I say that, really, I meant to say that I can't make her make a shvur, nor my yorshim. But the rabbi said, if you collect from yorshim, you have to make a shvur. According to the first member, Reb Nachman Shmuel said it in the name of Abishol ben Ima Miriam. According to the second member, it was a brisa. And then Reb Nachman Shmuel came along to say that halacha is like uh, uh, like many Miriam, that that even though he meant to say not me nor my Yarshim will make you make a shvur, but still the rabbi said if you collect from Yarshim you have to make a shvur. Habali from Menachsu Yisam you have to make a shvur because you have to stand up for them. Now we're going to talk about similar cases here. We mentioned before Apogemus Ksubasa that if a man impa- if she impairs her ksuba, what does it mean impairs her ksuba? A stam ksuba is two hundred dollars. Let's say she says I admit that I got fifty. I admit that I got fifty. Normally she doesn't have to swear. She says listen I got a star here's the ksuba. I got the star here. It says 200 bucks, give me 200 bucks. I don't have to make a shvur from you if you divorce me. Okay, from the Orsham is a special rule, but you have to make a shvur. But, you know, but if, if here, even if she's collecting from her divorced husband and she admits, I got 50 already, she has to make a shvur on the rest. Now we'll see, is that a shvur, the Rabbana or the Raisa? Technically, on the, 150, in other words. On, the, on the 150, she has to make a shvur to collect the rest. Now, Minatora, Minatora, well, I'll, I'll give this now as a preamble. 
because we'll see this is all draw upon him. The Gemara is going to talk about that. Well, let's first finish the mission and we'll talk about the Gemara. So if she prepares the Kibbutz, she has to make a Shvua. Or Eidecha Meida Shuparu. Let's say Eidecha says that she has, there's one aid that says it's paid off. Right? In other words, the husband says, she comes to collect her Kibbutz. The husband says, I paid you. I paid you the whole thing. If the husband, you know, if there's no dispute, then there's nothing to do. Right? Let's say she says, I got 50. He says, yeah, you got 50. I only got 150. Of course, you have to make a Shvua. But he says, I paid you the whole thing. She says, I only got 50. I got 50. Now, normally, if she says, I got nothing, she can collect it without a Shvua from the husband, the, the, the divorced husband. I'm talking about the divorced husband because if the, if the husband's dead and she's collecting from the Yorshim, if, sure. if the Yorshim ketanim, then she, has to, then she would have to make a shvur. But normally she has to make a shvur. But if she impairs the by admitting that part of it was paid, so what effectively, she, why is it called impairing? Because effectively she's saying that the document isn't quite right. The document says you owe me 200, right? And she's only, she's only asking for 150. So the document's not on, her, not on her side so much. So the rabbi said you have to make a shvur. This is all we'll see in the Gemara. This is all drop on him. Midoraisa, there's only three cases in which you make a shvur. One is your motive mimics us. Motive mimics us. The Gemara is going to say, isn't this motive mimics us? In Mark Parsha, we'll see. The other case is if an aide testifies against you, one. See, if two people come along and say that I owe you $1,000, there's nothing stronger in the Torah. There's no stronger proof, no document, no, no evidence, no, right? Nothing stronger than that. When it comes to money, uh, uh, when it comes to money, if I, if I admit that I owe you $1,000, if I admit that I, that I killed the guy, that's meaningless. But if I admit that I owe you $1,000, i got to pay $1,000. But if I don't admit it, there's nothing stronger than two aidim. But let's say only one aid comes along and says that I have to pay $1,000. What do I do then? There's only one aid. So then the Torah says I have to make a shvua. It's learned out of a pasuk. I have to make a shvua to potter myself. The third case that's in the Torah is a shomer. We know shomer have to make a shvua, right? A shomer chinam, shomer suffer. We'll learn all about that. In the Zikr, we'll talk about in So we, we talk about other places, what... Whether, so, but you have three, eight, three cases in which you have a shvur daraisa. So we'll see in the Gemara, these are only drabbanan. This is drabbanan. Now, even though it sounds like motive mix us, that's one. Another case is where eight echad meida it says that it's paid off, or let's say she says, right, the Bach changes the gear slightly, but the idea is the same. He says, um, Let's say she tries to collect from the or she gets paid. He's not around. He went overseas. All these cases, the rabbi said she can only collect with the shvu. Even though normally she doesn't need to, uh, to swear, she's got a ksuba. Listen, it's like a, it's like a loan. I have an IOU against you. It says you owe me a thousand dollars. I don't have to swear. I don't have to swear. I got a, I got a document over here. Okay, in certain cases, the rabbi said you have to swear anyway. If you said that you paid it off, blah, 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 the rabbi said, but Menatorah, I don't have to swear. But in all these cases, these cases, she has to swear. Either she impaired it by admitting part of it was paid, or there was an aid against her, or she's collecting from Yisomim and Shabbatim, or she's not, she's collecting, the guy's not here. The husband, the husband went overseas, and she's collecting, she went to the court, and she says, he's not here, but I need my money. So he's not around, she has to make a shvur. That's what the rabbi said. Okay. Now he goes on. The rest of the mission just explains the cases that we've already said. What's the case becomes where she impairs it? Let's say the ksubu was $1,000. He says, listen, I paid you already. And she says, I didn't get paid at all. Elamana, oh, I did not get paid. I got $100. The ksubu was $1,000. You paid me $100. She can only collect it with a shvur. Right? That's becomes she admits it was partially paid. What's that case? You brought a case. What's the case? Very simple. Let's say her ksubu was $1,000. Vomulani says, Kabaltik, so you already, I paid you. Vomulani says, Kabaltik, I said, I didn't get it at all. I didn't get it. Vedach Mira Shuproa, I didn't, she didn't admit to any of it, but there's an aide who says that it's paid back with one witness. That's, that's the only way with the Shvor. And we'll see, is, why isn't that the right? So, tomorrow we'll talk about that. Minachasim Shuban Ketza, 
Let's say he sold all his assets to somebody else. Now, she had a prior lien, right? Because she got married to him 50 years before. And she has a prior lien. So if he sells all that property, she says, listen, I, I'm, I, my lien is prior to the time you purchased it. So she goes to the person who purchased the land. The uh, She's collecting from the person who bought the land from her divorced husband. Let's say she collected me some. Okay, it's a mace. He died. Husband died. Somebody left his assets to his little children. Right? Well, she's going to with the shvur. V'shelov of Ketzad. Right? V'shelov of Ketzad. If she's collecting... Now, some generally means young children, but if they didn't... Even if they're dolem and they didn't know about it, the Gemara talks about that also. V'shelov of Ketzad. Let's say she collects not in front of him, meaning in, in, he's in absentia here. Halacham, he went overseas. V'nefesh, when she's collecting... She goes to, to collect his assets. She goes to straighten up on his assets to get... You know, he says, he's not here, but i got to get my money. In the first she only collects with the shvur. Reb Shimon Omer, Reb Shimon's not clear what he means over here, it was more of a Reb Shimon Omer calls Manshi to ask Ksubasa, whenever she demands her Ksuba, whenever she claims her Ksuba, Hayosh Mash so they can always make her swear. What is he adding? Is he, what is he talking about? We don't know yet at this point. If she's not collecting Ksuba, Hayosh Mash Binosa. It depends if she's demanding it or not. What is Reb Shimon talking about? We'll see in the Gemara. So first to the case of here, Sav Ramar Chalamayim, Ramar Chalam wanted to say in our Mishnah Shvu Daraisa. This is Shvu Daraisa. I told you before that there's three Shvuos Daraisa. One Shvuos Motiv Mixus. I'm motiv that it's partial. That it's partial. The classic case is you come and say that I owe you hundred dollars, and I admit that I owe you fifty. I admit that I so I, I was motiv I owe fifty. The other fifty I deny. The Torah says you have to make a Shvu. So there, the Gemara says, remember why? Because normally I would have denied the whole thing, but I don't have the chutzpah. You did me a favor, you lent me the money, so I'll admit. So why don't I admit the whole thing? I don't know, I'm a little short now. I'm a little short right now. I figure I'll push you off and I'll say, well, I owe you 50, I don't owe you the other 50, uh, to, to, because when I have money, I'll pay you the rest. So I, I, I deny it now. So the rabbi said, in order, the rabbi is explaining in the Torah why the Torah says in a case like that, you have to make a shvua to, to make sure that the guy doesn't tr- try that trick and he tells the truth. So that's one case that arises. The other case is, where there's an aid against me, one aid says that it's paid back. You say I owe $100. I deny the whole thing, but you have one witness who says it. If you have two witnesses, I got to pay. Period. Hands down, I got to pay. If one witness, I got to make a shvod. Also, Manatara. The third case is, is Shomer. So, Rabbi Mechon wanted to say this is the first case. She admits it's partially paid. Some Rabbi Mechon named a shvod araisi, the Katon Masayim. What? She's asking for $200 for a ksuba. The Kamoda and he's moda that what? And the right. The Kamoda lay bemeya. Right? The Katon Masayim. She wants $200, and she's motor that 100 is, is the time that they, there's the claim is 200, but she's motor 100 is paid. It's a motor mixes. So therefore, it's a shvur de rice. What's the difference between shvur de rice and rabban? The mission is you make sure what's the difference. So Rashi over here says the difference is do you turn around the shvur? The rule is that if, let's say, the man's a known gambler or a crook or a liar, he's lied before. So the rabbi, the court says, what is the point of him in testifying, in making a shvur? We know he lies anyway. So in a case like that, the person is, is the litigant who's against him. On the other side, he can be making shvur. That's called a chashid b'shvur. You put a chikinegda. You make the other guy swear. So you only do that by shvur d'rabon and not by shvur d'raisa. Number two, number two, we'll see the Gemara's also that a shvur d'raisa, you have to swear in a Bible. This whole business about, you know, you solemnly swear, you put your hand on the Bible, that's all from the Torah. You got to put that. You got to put your hand on the, on the Torah, and 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 The reason we don't make shvuas today is because you know because the, there's a tremendous chumr of chasfuli. You made a mistake. There's a tremendous thing by by shvuah drop on, and so it's simply a curse. That you made a shvuah, like as I swear. But when you swear on the Torah, 
that's a terrible, uh, it's very humor, very, very, uh, very stringent if you make a mistake. So therefore, we don't make a shvur like that. So there's a difference between shvur deraisa and shvur abundance. So Rambam Chamor to say, this sounds like a shvur deraisa, motive makes us. So he answered the Rambam Rav, there's three answers here. Tosa says the third answer, but number one, Chara, the Kalanishbanch, and Betarnishbanch, and Lamisham. No, no, Torah, when the Torah said, remember when I said that there's three times you make a shvur? In all those cases, it's, I make a shvur so that I don't have to pay. Not the one who's collecting the money, but the one, the defendant who's being claimed against. You make a shvur, you don't have to pay. For example, I swear, you say that I owe you, I say only 50, so I got to swear that, that I don't owe you the other 50. I swear, and I'm putter from the 50. I swear, there's an aid against me, I swear I'm putter. I'm a shomer, and they demand that I pay what was lost. I swear that I don't have to pay. Over here, I'm not, who over here who's swearing? The person who's collecting. The woman is collecting, not the husband. So Amr Rav Sheshim was the Vechada to call Nishban Shabbaton Nishban Vlam Shaman. But he, in this case, Nishban Shabbaton Hotel, she's swearing she's collecting. So even though she, she's the one who's moda on part, but she's also the one collecting it. So it's not a Shabbat Rice, but Ode, Enishban Kpir Shabbat Kakos. There's a rule you don't swear on Karka. And by Ksuba, since you're collecting on the Shtar from the, 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 the his, his property is, is uh, collateralized against. Against the Ksuba. so effectively she's swearing on he's swearing on karka, and we don't. And in the Torah, there's no shvur on karka. Ainish on, on, on a denial of a shivik karka. So therefore, this is not matter. Elam Rabba, it's only shvur derabbanan. This shvur that if she impairs the Ksuba, if she admits that it's partially paid, but she wants the rest of it, that she can only make a shvur, she can only collect with the shvur. It's only derabbanan. Why? Like says, the paradaik, the one who pays is careful. He knows what he paid. The mitfer lo the one who gets paid is not so careful. He takes the money, and puts it in his pocket. The guy who pays and counts it out, he counts it out. He knows what he paid. So therefore, it's likely that he knows what he paid, and he knows he paid the whole thing. She says, "No, I only got half. I think he only gave me half." You know, maybe maybe he gave her the money in a bundle or something, and she stuck in her pocket. Yeah, that can't be that much. He wasn't that careful. So she be more careful about it. So if, you know, if she says you paid me only fifty dollars out of the two hundred. You, and, and, and she wants to collect the other 150, the rabbi said, make a shvur to make sure that you're honest about it. If you're not Because sh- if she's not sure, she won't swear. Okay. Now, whatever she says, I paid you back, I got paid back 50, right? She said, what happened? He, he claims, she claims as a ksuba here of 200, but she says, I got 50, 50 were already paid. In fact, you paid me in front of these two guys. Now, what do you say over there? What do you say there? Does she still have to make a shvur on the rest? Listen, if he paid her the first 50 with Adam, he would have paid her the 150 with Adam too. Where are they? Right? Where are they? And therefore, since he can't produce the Adam, maybe she doesn't have to make a shvur on the 150. Maybe the 50 that he paid back happened to be two guys there. But it wasn't that he was mockbid to pay her uh, in front of Adam. So therefore, what do you say over here? If she, if she admits that she, got, that she got 50 back in front of Adam, does she still have to make a shvur on the rest? Toshma. It says that all at the beginning of the seventh parak says all people who swear in the Torah swear and they don't have to pay. But the following the Drabbanan swear and do and take. In other words, as I said, the three cases of Shvu in the Torah where you make a Shvu is that you swear so you don't have to pay. I swear so I don't pay. But the following people pay, swear and pay and, and, and get paid. Get paid. And they take, they get paid. Hasachir. Uh, uh, the uh, uh, worker says, I didn't get paid. See, the, 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 the payroll master is standing there giving out checks, so he just give it a lot, maybe he's not so careful who got. But every person who gets his paycheck knows if he got the paycheck or not. So if he, so even though in a Torah, there's no such rule, but the rabbi said, he usually knows if he was paid. 
So if he makes a shvua, so if so, you know, the, the guy who get who pays out doesn't even know, but the guy who who's getting paid knows. But he should still make a shvua, even though there's no shvua like this Torah, But he should make a shvua to get that he wasn't paid yet, and therefore he, he swears and he gets his paycheck. If a person was stolen from, in other words, people saw a man go into my house and they saw people come out there, you know, with all kinds of stuff, bags of stuff taking out, but they didn't know what it was. So the nigzel could say, I swear that this is what's missing and collect. Or a person was hurt. A man goes into another house and the guy in the house comes out all injured and bloody and they didn't see it, but he could swear that this would, these were my damages, what you did to me and collect. We mentioned that before. If, let's say, the other guy who's supposed to swear is chashud he's suspected of lying on, on, under oath, so therefore we make this, we make the opposite guy swear. These are all pinkaso. It was very common for an employer to tell the makolet guy, listen, my workers are coming by, you pay them. You pay them and I'll pay you back. Lashon. right, Lashon. But he's, I'll pay you back. So what happened? Now, the worker said, we weren't paid. He says, I paid them. And the guy says, you know, and they say, we weren't paid. So he has to swear he has to swear that he paid them in order to pot, otherwise he has to pay both of them, right? Otherwise he can't, he can't collect, you know, he has to swear to collect and swear, to get, and swear that he paid them. Here he's also, let's say you impair your star without aidim. In other words, I admit that part of it's paid. I admit that part of it was, I was paid for part of it, let's say Malva or whoever, Shlobeidim, Shlobeidim, lo, it's Mashma, only without Adam, but if Adam, I said, I said, I admit it was paid back with Adam, then I don't have to make a swear, I don't have to swear, because presumably, if I said it was paid with Adam, then if the rest of it would have been paid, there would have been Adam there too. So it's no, there's no proof in there. Lomi boy, Lomi boy, Kamar, Lomi boy, be Adam, certainly if there's Adam, in other words, if Adam, if Adam, there are Adam who say, I admit that, that, say that I was paid 50 out of it, whether I'm the woman divorced or I'm the Malva, I'm, I'm the creditor, if I admit that it was partially paid, if there were Adam, of course, the body tzrichish was certainly and Yishma and the rest. If there's no Adam there, I would think it's like returning a lost item. For example, if I return, I find somebody's un, uh, a wallet, right? And I say, listen, I found this on the street, here's a wallet. And you open up and you say, there was more money in here. I don't have to make a shvur because I could, have, I could have just thrown it out or not picked it up. So the rabbi said, a meshiv, a person returns on it, does, otherwise nobody's going to return an item. What am I going to return an item? What am I going to be a good Samaritan and I'm going to be accused of stealing? So I don't have to make a shvur. So here too, when I'm owed, let's say $200, or I'm the woman or I'm the creditor, and I say, listen, I know $50 you paid already. I didn't have to admit that. I have a star that says you owe me 200 and I admit the fifty is like it's like I'm returning you the money. I didn't I didn't have to do that. So I might think now I don't have to swear on the rest. Kamashman, you do. I might think it's like So you can't prove anything there. All you, the fact that he says shalom be'edim doesn't mean that with Adam is body with Adam. If there's Adam who say that I got payback, of course I have to make a shvur on the rest because I wasn't really moda. I wasn't such a good guy. There were Adam anyway against me who said that fifty was paid. So I know there's Adam, so I admit it. But if there's no Adam, it's like I was Moshe Vader. Like, uh, the, the star says you owe me two hundred dollars. I'm already on fifty paid back already. I didn't have to be mowed about that. So why should I have to swear about the rest? You still have to swear about the rest. So he can't prove this question. If if there's Adam, does it make a difference? Let's say I admit, I admit that fifty dollars was paid back, but I'm doing it in a real careful way. You know, I said, you know, you know, I paid me fifty. One day you paid me a dollar and a quarter. I have it written down here. Next day a dollar thirty-seven. Next day a dollar forty-two, and it all adds up to fifty. So it looks like I got a pretty good document. You know, you come to court with a whole ledger like that. It looks like you're honest. 
So let's say you do a day. Even less than Shabbat, uh, this day you paid me a half a pruta. This day you paid me three quarters of a pruta. And it all adds up to 50 shekels or $50, right? So what do you mean? I'm reading keeping the Kadaika clause since she's so careful and so stringent and so, and so uh, exacting. So Kush to Kamar, she's telling the truth and she doesn't have to make another Shvua to collect the rest. Oh, Dilma, you're going to she's just fooling him. She just makes it look good. You know, you know how you, they, you know, there's like another set of books, right? You know, like my sister said when she came to work here the first time in Israel, she came to work because she worked at a big travel agency. She says, Ephraim, have you heard when people say, you know, keeping keeping two sets of books, you know, speaking. How about no sets of books here? You know, right? So if you have a set of books, you know, there's no sets of books. How about so you know, if you have a set of books, it looks good, right? So you know, you make up a set of books, it makes it look good. Today with the computer, you could do anything, right? Oh, then come around. Maybe she's going to take it. That question stands. That which she still have to make a sure. But the basic idea is that if she uh, impaired her suba by admitting or by, or a loan document, the same thing. If I'm, if I, uh, you owe me $500, and I say, here's the document, says you owe me 5 but I admit you paid me 100 <laughs> I got to swear on the rest. What happens, she says, listen, she doesn't say she was paid back, but it's just she got, that, she, that she already got paid back, but she says that the amount owed is less than what's written. The ksuba says 200 you really, the ksuba's, we agreed on 100 Let's say she says that. Now, me and Menahayat Pogemus said the same as Pogemus. Either way, she's admitting that what says in the star is not true. The star says you owe me 200, right? I admit that you owe me 50, you only owe me 150, or I admit that it's only 100 now or 150. Is that the same? Odum Pogemus Moda makes us. When she's Pogemus, she's Moda, but part of it, right? Uh, and she's Moda that even though the document says 200, you really only owe me part of it. It's, it's like, it's, it's, it's not 100% true. Oh, but hollow commodus mix, but here she's not motored to mix it all. Here she says, I wasn't paid at all. Just that the document, even though it says 200, we agreed on 100. So, what would you say? That's the case of Pocheses where she admits that's less. It's like the do- documents depreciate. Toshma, Pocheses Tivash Lobishvua. Pocheses can collect without a Shvua. She, she doesn't have to make a Shvua. Kate said, Let's say the Ksuba said that the husband owes her $1,000 upon divorce. And she says, And he says, well, I pay you the whole thing. I didn't get anything. You didn't pay me anything. But I admit that we agreed on a, that we didn't have to pay $1,000. We agreed that if it says 1000 but only have to pay 100 But it's only 100 <clears throat> So it says over here, that's the, so the, this child, we were, we were, post, we were, we were we In other words, Pogemis is where she says, I got partially paid. Partially paid, you got to make a shvua on the rest. The rabbi said, because, you know, you weren't so careful, we want to make you make a shvua. But if she, had, she says, I wasn't partially paid, but I admit that even though the document, the face value says 1000 you only owe me 100 because that's what we agreed on. So then she does, she can get that hundred without a shvua. Bimara says, Michael, what is she collecting with? Baha'i star with the star? This looks like a forgery. The document says my ksub is a thousand dollars, and she says, you know, it says a thousand, but we agreed on a hundred. That's then that's not documented. It could the be a forgery, right? The extra zero. It looks like a forgery. What is she collecting with? Amarava, Amarava, Rava, Rava, the son of Rava, says. Bome, as I said, Rabba was the Rebbe of Rava here. Maybe it's another Rava. Um, Rava braid Rabba. Bomeris No, the document is valid. What happens? We had an understanding. And as maybe he wrote it, you know, he was embarrassed at the wedding. People say, so how much is the Ksuba? The guy's reading Ksuba. Like, you know, everybody, half the people are smoking, but some people are listening. How much is he giving? Oh, $1,000. But she admitted, but, but she agreed with him that she would only, there was a trust agreement between them. She would only demand $100. It was just $1,000 just to make him look good. So in that case, she doesn't have to make a shvur. Now, the second case was, Pogemus is where she admits partially paid. It says 200, I already got 50. What is, that, what is the case of Eid Echad? 
where she's not even get paid at all. The husband, the husband says, "I pay you the whole thing." She says, "I didn't get uh, nothing," and and the husband has one aid that he paid her that he paid her off. So what's the halach? Shomer Kishvur. That's isn't that one of the three cases that I said is Shvur Daraisa Shomer Modem Mixas and and Eid Echad. So the Gemara says so again. Savar of Merchama Lemei like we had in the first case. Lemei Mishvur Daraisa is a Shvur as Lechsiv Lo Yokem Eicharish Lecholav and Lechad. That's the pasuk says uh, one one aid cannot stand up for any sin. In other words, to make a person chayiv Lechav and Lechad does Hurei Mekam. I will come Hulu Shvur, but one aid could make him make a Shvur, right? Right? You can't make him make a, but he can make him make a shvur. So the chorus is a shvur d'araisa. And as we said, the nafkamino be, you swear in a Bible, and it's very chomer, and you can't turn the, can't turn the tables. If he's chashid, you can't make somebody else swear. In other words, if Bez knows that this guy's a liar, and he can't swear, then he, he has to pay, he has to give up, he has no claim. By a shvur d'arabonim, they can make the other guy make a shvur. What's the gear sign? I don't see it. Um, I don't, I don't see where where is it? Where's that olive? Anybody see that? Uh, no, he's just pointing the page. Yeah. Whatever two people can make you pay money, the two people say you owe the money. So the chad is a shvur d'raisa. So Amrav, the same answer that we gave before. Amrav shteit shibus whatever. Two answers. Chad of the chol nishman shibatar nishman ramsham. As we said before, when the, when the three cases where you make a shvur minatora, it's where you swear in order to absolve you of payment. Not that I swear and collect, but I swear and I potter. Why? Because the pasuk says. Pastor says, V'lokach Baal, the Baal will take a shvur v'lo yishalim, and he won't pay. And that's making a shvur in Torah is only where I swear so that I don't have to pay. But when I swear and collect, that's not a shvur in the Torah. And, the, and over here he's swearing and collecting. And again, here we're talking about swearing about a shibit karka, about a, uh, about a loan or a, an IOU, in this case a ksuba, a, um, uh, some, some money is owed, with with a backed up by the collateral of karka, and you don't swear in a case like that. Why do you swear in this case? You know, it's the only swear to this, because what happened over here? This is not minatoa. They don't swear to make a swear, even though the husband has one aid that he paid back the whole ksuba, and she admits nothing was ksuba. Why does she have to swear? She doesn't swear at all minatoa. Because you don't swear and collect minatoa. There's no such thing as a swear. You only swear and to absolve yourself. And here she's swearing. So why do you make a swear? To make the husband, to, 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 because the husband has one aid that he did pay back. So therefore, to, to put him at ease, she makes a shvua. Therefore, he'll know if she made a shvua, obviously she wasn't paid, because nobody's going to make a shvua. But it's still only a shvua to it's not a shvua to uh, By the way, in these, two, in these are the same two answers we gave before, right? That, that, that the shvua, a shvua menator is only swearing to absolve and swearing, uh, and swearing um, uh, not on karka. And Rava, as Tosas adds on a third case, remember the whole psychology of why do you make a shvua? Why do you make a shvua about mixes? By motor mixes, he said, why do you make a shvua? Because really I would deny the whole thing. But I embarrassed you. You lent me money, so I admit that. I really, so I admit the whole thing, but I want to push you off. I don't have the money right now. That only makes sense in a regular loan. Tosas mosh, but it doesn't make sense as much by Iksuba. You could argue it by Iksuba also, but Tosas it doesn't make sense by Iksuba because by Iksuba there was, there was clearly a, a, a loan outstanding and there's no way that he paid it back before they were with or divorced, so it's unlikely it was paid that. But the Gemara gave those two answers. All right, we'll stop here. We'll pick it up tomorrow from Amra Papa. Tomorrow we'll learn Mitzvah at the regular time at 5.30. Well, it must be very serious to uh, make sure. That's what yes, yes, that's why we don't swear.